0: Life Happens with Pimelo Mutine on SAFM, leading the conversation. So on Thursday, a group of international academics and the lobbyists got together to discuss the impact the latest policies for drug control have had on the attainment of the sustainable development goals. Now, one of the people who was at that conversation is Dr. Anna Fersfeld, who is a postdoctoral fellow at the School of Africa in Gender Studies, Anthropology and Linguistics at the University of Cape Town in South Africa. Joins me now actually at the moment on the line with us, Dr. Fersfeld well thank you so much for making the time to talk to us good afternoon
1: good afternoon to you and your listeners so so
0: give us a, maybe a brief uh overview of what exactly the policies that you're discussing now um, and ha- what impact what impact they've had on the sustainable development goals
1: We were really in that session, um, and my colleagues and I have been working um, related to the policies of prohibition, of drug prohibition, um, and the criminalization of drug use. Um, And our our argument is that prohibition has not achieved what it is aimed to achieve in terms of stamping out drug use. And what it does instead is it leads to very poor health outcomes, outcomes for individuals and poor public health outcomes. And it also, um, it's, it doesn't allow for the dignity and human rights of individuals. So not just of the sustainable development goals, but it really is counter to our constitution.
0: Um, So that's interesting because what then has that meant for health seekers? So in other words, the access to health for people who would say, for instance, yes, I I do recognize that I'm an addict. I do recognize that I've got a problem, but I see it as an illness rather than seeing myself as a criminal. But when I present myself to authorities at the moment, I'm
1: seen as a criminal rather than than as a health seeker. So I would take a step back from that, and I believe my colleagues too, from the, the idea that drug use is a disease um, or is an illness is a very specific one, and it's actually not necessarily entirely based in evidence. The vast majority of people who use drugs do so in an unproblematic way, do not do so in an habitual addictive way, and stop when they want to stop. So if we assume that drug use necessarily leads to addiction, which is a chronic relapsing disease for life, we are looking at that narrow band of people who end up in treatment centers. Now, who goes to treatment centers? People who go to treatment centers are those people who cannot stop. So if we look at those, of course, we think people who use drugs cannot stop. So I'm going to take us a step back from your question to saying that drug use like alcohol use, like cigarette use for some, but like alcohol use, is not necessarily a problematic thing. So people who use drugs are not necessarily people who have an illness or disease. But for people who do use in a problematic way, when they go into healthcare centers, because they view drug use as a moral wrong um, and as something that is, you are either diseased, which is not sicknessly if you're diseased, often it's a bad thing too, or you are morally wrong. And people are stigmatized, they're discriminated against. We've um, had countless examples of people who have not been afforded privacy, have been denied care, have been made to wait overnight uh, for health care that they should have received when they arrived in the morning, um, and have simply been denied care or have been treated so badly that they stopped coming back for care.
0: So that's interesting, because then seeing it not as a problem, so drug use and alcohol use not as a problem, then how do we very comfortably as society integrate that with the other goals, you know, and and the sustainable development goals, as you said? How do we make sure that that use in itself is not problematized and we see it as part of our reaching our development goals?
1: So it's not that drug use is not necessarily Problematic. Drug use can be problematic, but fundamentally we are seeking to um, provide dignity and health for all individuals. And so we need to regard people who use drugs as requiring of help if they are asking for help, but also as people who have every right to... To a dignified, um, um, autonomous life, and it's it's interesting because people who use drugs are one of the few groups of people that it's seen as okay to make decisions for. Yet, people who use drugs are perfectly capable of sitting down at the table and saying what matters to them. And so, participation is one of the key areas of sustainable development goals: is that people have a right to input into that which matters to them, and to monitor and evaluate that which matters to them. Um, So it's really about regarding people use drugs as rational human beings, um, and we, we tend not to do that. But to perhaps answer your questions slightly better... Harm reduction is an approach which says we need to meet people where they're at. If they want to cease drug use, we work with them to help them cease drug use. If they need to access care, but they actually are not wanting to or able to cease their drug use, we allow them to access that care in a dignified way. So we provide the services that are needed. And we, for example, allow for the provision of sterile injecting equipment. So people who use... um, inject drugs, are not able to access sterile injecting equipment. They're at risk of HIV infection. They're at risk of hepatitis C infection. And we've had a study where it showed 55% hepatitis C infection amongst people who use drugs in, um, in Pretoria, Cape and Devon. Um, so we are actually setting up a situation where people cannot keep themselves healthy. So not only can they not prevent themselves from getting sick, when they get sick, they cannot access care.
0: So At what point, then, do we integrate their rights and the rights of others whose rights they may be infringing on while they are intoxicated, for instance? I mean, I know it's a tight balance because they have rights themselves. But at what point do we then balance, for instance, family members that experience them when they are high or when they they are intoxicated and maybe behave in a manner that is not favorable to the others?
1: Sure. So I, I want to just go back to that point I made earlier, that the vast majority of people are using in ways that we don't even notice and, um, and and in ways that are not necessarily wildly problematic to the people around them or problematic to the people around them. And I want to just highlight the fact that the people we see using drugs are those people who are not wealthy enough or have, do not have enough resources to be using substances on their own in private. So the criminalization of drug use is um, is essentially targeting the people in South Africa, so, so poorer people in South Africa, marginalized people who are unable to use their drugs in private. So um, I wanted to say that sort of as a, as a background to your question. We are not saying behavior is acceptable if it's problematic behavior. We're saying the problem is not the drug use. The problem is the behavior. So if somebody behaves in a way that infringes on somebody else's rights, punish the behavior, not the drug use, because they are not the same thing. You can use drugs and not behave problematically. So those things, that they don't necessarily, you know, one doesn't feed the next one necessarily
0: thank you so much and um, we're going to have to leave it there because we've run out of time but this is really something uh, food for thought for all of us and think I mean even for myself I keep checking myself as I talk to you because you keep trying to highlight points about our perceptions of people who consume drugs and alcohol and and what you're trying to say to us is that in fact actually even in the band of people who use these substances there is discrimination based on on access and and the kind of access that people different people have so such an interesting uh, uh, conversation And thank you very much for highlighting all of these things to us, um, Dr. Anna Fastfeld, who is a postdoctoral okay. fellow at the School of African and Gender Studies and Anthropology and Linguistics at the University of Cape Town. They had uh, a conversation the other day, and it was international academics and lobbyists getting together to discuss the impact the latest policies for drug control have on the sustainment and attainment of sustainable development goals.